very loud music, particularly if you're trying to get a baby to go to sleep, uh, persuading us to buy things that we really don't need. People are obsessed with their decorations, their presents, their food. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not as Scrooge about this. I love Christmas, I love the lights and the trees, and food is very important to me. But these things are not my main focus at Christmas. So I feel like the odd one out, because the thing I'm most excited about is Jesus being born, even if I forget him for a nativity scene. So I thought, to get us started, we would play a Christmassy game of odd one out. All you have to do is have a look at these pictures and decide which one doesn't belong. So if we have our first one, please. Right, which one of these does not belong? I'm going to... I do this in the school service. I'm doing it now. Whisper. Why do you think whisper does not belong? You don't know? You're not sure? Uh, what about over here? Which one do you think? Oh, this one, because it's got yellow on it. Uh, Toby, what do you think? The chocolate bar. The chocolate bar. Uh, I can tell you, actually, I was a bit sneaky. There are two possible answers. You could have done uh, the Quality Street in the bottom right, because that one is Nestle and the others are Cadbury. Uh, or you could have had Whisper, because it's the only one without nuts. There you go. I was a bit sneaky there. Right, next one. Uh, which one is the odd one out here? So we have um, a rose, some holly, some mistletoe, and poinsettia. Which one do we think? Any ideas? Someone said a rose. Why do you think it's a rose might be the odd one out? Thank you, Liz, at the back. Rose is the only flower that is not uh, Christmas-related. Holly, uh, mistletoe, poinsettia, all Christmassy themed. Right, next one, please. Here we go. I told you food was important to me. It's now featured twice in this game. Uh, I can hear lots of discussions. Anyone got any idea? Top right, Rachel, why is the top right one? Because it's Thanksgiving instead of Christmas. That is known as a sweet potato uh, salad, if you'd like, and that is marshmallows on the top. How American is that? Right, next, uh, next one. I should say, that wasn't meant to be rude. I love America. My husband is pretending to be American, so I do love them. Right, who is, which one is the odd one out? Here. Yep. Why is the cow the odd one out? Okay, so you're right, the cow wasn't in the nativity. It's not the odd one out, though. Because the cow, the innkeeper, and the donkey are not actually in the Bible. Uh, the three wise men are the only nativity story characters who are actually in the Bible. Uh, is that, I've lost count. Is that last one, Dan? No, this one. That's right. This is our last one. We have Everlasting Father, Emmanuel, Mighty God, and Prince of Peace. Which one is the odd one out here? A bit trickier. Harry. Emmanuel. Why is Emmanuel the odd one out? <laughs> 
Do you know what, though? You might not know why, but you're 100% correct. Uh, Emmanuel is the odd one out here because the other three are in our reading for today. There you go. That's, uh, that's, they are all names for Jesus. Uh, but Everlasting Father, Mighty God, and Prince of Peace are in our passage for today. And our passage for today comes from Isaiah 9. Now, I'm just going to read two verses, uh, verses 2 and 6. But I can fully recommend reading the rest of this passage. The start of Isaiah 9 is just beautiful. Some of it isn't the most all-age-friendly language, so I've just picked two verses. And these are two of my very favorite Christmas verses. So verse 2 says this. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. And verse 6, very famous verse. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of peace. Now, as a child, my absolute favorite thing about Christmas was getting up in the middle of the night to go to church. I know, Jonathan, we don't do it here, and very good reasons why not, but I loved it because we'd go to bed with new pajamas and a new book, and then my mum would wake us up, and she would have magically decorated the house. We only had it decorated on Christmas Eve. It would all be beautiful. We'd go to church, and we would celebrate Jesus being born as the clock ticked over to midnight. It was the most exciting and magical thing. The service itself had a kind of thrill to it. And as I got older, it kind of acted as like a yearly renewal of my love and excitement for God. And these beautiful words were read every single year. And every single year, they stuck out to me. And they've stuck with me. And this year, as I was thinking about this passage and about being the odd one out, I realized that Jesus himself was very, very much an odd one out. Not, I'm not calling him weird, uh, but for starters, I don't think that there is anybody else whose birthday is celebrated by millions and millions of people across the globe, across the centuries, even if we have probably got the date wrong. I don't know of many babies who slept in a manger the night they came into the world. I certainly didn't drag one into labor ward when my children were born. But Jesus was the ultimate odd one out. He is the only person in history to be fully God and fully human. God's own son. Doesn't get much odder, probably the wrong word, much more special than that. How many babies have been described thousands of years before they were born as wonderful counselor, everlasting father, prince of peace? How many will have the government on their shoulders? Well, the answer to that, of course, is only one. Only Jesus. He had a great destiny, one he knew about his entire life. He knew who he was and where he was heading. I still don't know that about myself. At times, he must have felt so alone and definitely the odd one out. I, sort of, I often think of that when I see um, Prince George. Um, I think, gosh, how lonely he must be. He's got this great destiny to fulfill. How must it feel to live a life so, so different from everyone around you? And then I realized, 
actually, that's what we are all called to do. We are all asked by God to be different, to be the odd one out. We are called to show the world a different way of living, a different way of loving other people. We live in this world, but we try not to be pulled into all the trappings that come with it. And that is particularly hard, let's be honest, at Christmas. It can feel so hard to take our minds off organizing everything to make everyone around us happy and instead focus on Jesus being born. It can feel really stressful, like we're in a great darkness, but I want to encourage you that a light has dawned. We have seen a great light. Jesus has come, and even better, he will come again. So I want you all to be encouraged to be odd ones out this year, to show the world around us the light of Christ. Not just those fabulous twinkly lights on a Christmas tree, but the real light of the world, Jesus. Now, uh, I would love to have literally a 30-second chat with the people you're sat with to think about what you could do in these last few days before Christmas to really focus on Jesus and to help other people focus on Jesus too. Have a quick chat. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to very quickly pray into those ideas now. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you sent Jesus to show us the way. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we have been called to be like him and to be odd ones out. And I ask you, Father, to help each and every one of us here today to spread your light this week and to remind everyone about the true meaning of Christmas. Amen. Now, uh, speaking of being odd ones out, we do have something that's different from our all-age service. We have a little dance prepared by our Shine Out and Soak Up children. So if you are involved in that, can you please come up to the front? Uh, Ruth Ditch, our fabulous choreographer, uh, is going to lead us, and Lydia also, because you can't keep her away from actions and dancing, uh, is going to be here. So do come up to the front, come and stand on the stage, and I'm going to hand over to Lydia and Ruth. 